You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's I Dream of Nini, the wedding after show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's I Dream of Nini, the wedding after show. Go into the chapel and we're gonna get married and we're going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Bing is for doing it. Welcome to the After Buzz TV After Show for I Dream of Nini. This is season one, episode one, remix of love. I'm your host, Jake Dupree. I'm your host, Michelle Renee. And I am so unbelievably excited about this show. Nini is my spirit animal. I'm upset, like literally obsessed with her. And I say that with the, I, I don't even care who knows. I want you to know. I just love her. I'm so excited about this show. I'm so excited about her and Greg. Yes. Getting back to you. I love them as a couple. Yeah. They're, um, it's just like, they're so complimentary, I think, of each other. But it's kind of nice to see this show because you see the real workings behind their relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's pretty real. Don't you think so? Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, that's some things that I'm sure we'll get into in yeah. the episode maybe could have been discussed before they decided to get married again. But yeah, I, you yeah. definitely get an inside <laughs> look on like, you know, things we never knew before, like that Greg had five kids and, and he that married, he was married for 20 years. 20 years before, 15 years with Nini. That's crazy. Longer than we've both been alive. Yeah, very um, much longer. <laughs> Greg, we didn't know you were that old. We, I didn't know. know he was that old. I, yeah. Yeah. So that probably makes him like 60, 50, 60, 50, 60. Uh, okay, we think if he got married at 20 the first time, yeah. which it may have been sooner so, than that, so it would have been 40, plus 15 is 55, plus, so, uh, like, they've been divorced for what? A few years. A few years. Yeah. So, so it's probably six, close to 60. 60. Yeah. Okay, we're going to give him 60. We'll go then. But we'll Google it. So let's just get it right into the episode, because I cannot wait to just, like, blow through this thing. I love it. So we see Greg in Nini's closet. So I don't know if this is, is it just Nini's closet, and she's making him, she wants him to move out of it, right? She doesn't want his stuff in her closet. I thought that it was just Nini's closet because she had previously made Greg move her his it's stuff downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe it's just Nini's closet. And he's just trying to put stuff in it. But I'm so he, they, she makes the statement. She's like, Atlanta is my home. I love L. A. But I'm glad to be back in Atlanta, and I am too because she's fabulous in Atlanta. And they decided to do their wedding in June, which is like literally in a month or so. Is that what she said? Is that mm-hmm. what they're making it seem like? I guess. And I like that they look look at their old wedding program and they look at the, you know, all the different things that their first marriage was all about. And that was in 1997, correct? Yes. Yes. Or 99, <laughs> something like I that. I was going to say 95, but I know that's probably wrong. Yeah. I think they were married in 97. The, they were married in the late 90s. And Let's just go late 90s. Let's late 90s. And Nini says, when you break trust in relationships, it's hard to, it takes a while for it to get back. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting we find out, we come to find out, you know, Greg has a common issue in his life that he doesn't communicate very well. And I think that that's really interesting that they're dealing with this now. Like, sh- I feel like they should have dealt with this, like you said, before. 
and then decided to get married. Yeah. So or like, maybe when he asked her again, she could have said, you know what? I really do love you still. And I would love for us to get married again. But hey, you need to work on the issue with your mm-hmm. kids. You need to work on the issue with communication. And also we're going to sign a prenup. Exactly. And then if he agreed to those things, then boom. Let's okay. go. Where's the ring? Let's go. Yeah. But I agree with that. But then there wouldn't be no show for us to enjoy. So exactly. There's yeah. not a process for us to enjoy and talk about. So, and I like that she said, there's also, it's not a new wedding, it's a new marriage. Yeah. And that's smart. I think that's really cool for people that are even, like, looking at even a second relationship or a second marriage or anything after their first, you know, something fell through. It's nice to be like, this is a new marriage. Like, you can still remember the past and learn from it, but let it go and let this be its own thing. I think that's really cool for people to even hear. Yeah. I'm just and now that she, that. Ha- I mean, I know the focus isn't on the wedding, but I mean, it's also great because now she, because she, they're looking through the wedding program. And she's like, we well, you know we didn't have much back then. I know, but now <laughs> they have like so much money, and obviously it's going to be a baller wedding. So clearly, that's and Bravo's exciting. like yeah. footing the bill, so it's like, hello, yeah. Amazing. So I mean, that's awesome. I mean, if you think about it, like I wrote this down, people renew their vows all the time, um, and so I would just only imagine that like getting married again. To, like, you know, someone would just be that much more, you know, emotional and meaningful. Like, yeah, because you, I mean, like, you've had a whole past with them. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people get married after long amounts of time. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, to get remarried to a person that you've already been married to, yeah. like, that's, that's a big deal. Like, that's a lot of history to deal with, too. I because think. it's like you go through, like a peak and a valley. It's Mm -hmm. like you go through this divorce and realize obviously that you can't live without them and how much you actually do love them versus maybe a vow renewal where the people are just like in love and they're like, Oh, I love them so much. But it's Mm -hmm. like, you, you don't really know what it's like to be without that person. So I think that the divorce, if anything, has probably strengthened their relationship so much more. True appreciation for each other. I think now. And they also, it's like, they really can, address the issues and understand the issues between each other and like work on them. I think that's amazing. And then of course we see them go to Athens and I love Athens. It's really cool. If you've never been there in the South, it's really pretty and kind of old school downtown kind of feel. And I like that they visited her aunt who I haven't seen in so long on Real Housewives of Atlanta, Aunt Nina. I think that's how you say her name, but I just know her as Nini's aunt. She raised Nini basically. And I, I'm obsessed with her. I think she is so cute and so fun. And then you meet her godmother, who she calls Aunt Bessie, I think. And I like that they go and show this church where they got married and where they had the reception. I think that's so cool just to see, like, their past. Because that's the Nini we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't get to see that. So it was really interesting to see it. And what do you think about Nini getting her aunt's approval again for Greg? I don't know. What do, what do I think about that? Um, it seems like the ants are Team Greg. Yeah, clearly. So, I mean, it makes me wonder if, like, maybe there was a family member that wasn't so fond of Greg. If mm-hmm. she would have gone to them for their approval. It's kind of like, if you know your mom already loves your significant other, then, then you'll have no problem going to exactly. her and being like, hey, guess what? I guess who I'm going to, you know, spend the rest of my life with. But <laughs> So, I don't know. I didn't really make too much of that. I just thought it was a cute little family moment. Mm-hmm. And then with the one aunt, Betsy, being like, you know, I had a conversation with Greg and I knew this was going to work out. I, you know, put this yeah. in God's hands. I thought that was great. That was cute. I thought that that was really nice. And he kind of went behind Nene's back and talked to her, you know, somebody that's really important to her and was like, I'm going to get my family back. And that's, I don't know, that's admirable of him. I think that's, I think he's very chivalrous. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how, how he is. I did think that the lunch was... Maybe focusing a little too much on negative past things, though. Yeah, 
I do. Um, I, I've noticed that in the entire episode, there was a lot of focusing on the negative yeah. stuff, which I was really, I was surprised. I didn't think it would be that. I thought it'd be like more just like the two of them like cutting up and being like ridiculous, you know? Yeah. It's just like if you're, if you're choosing to like recommit to this man, then obviously you want to acknowledge the things that happened in the past and the reason why you split up in mm-hmm. the beginning, but you don't want to harbor on those things and you want to be over them already. And to me, it seems like Mimi, you know, especially we see later in the episode that she goes to therapy. It seems like they're still working through some things. So I just, you know, want to make sure like I have anything to do with it, but I just yeah. want them to make sure that those issues are really resolved and that she's really over them before they do, you know, commit again. Cause if not, it's just going to be the same. I know. And they don't thing. disappear at all. If yeah. anything, they get even magnified once you're like in a serious relationship with someone. Yeah. So deal with it. And she made the comment though. She's like, you know, I haven't forgiven him, but I'm not doing it on purpose or something like that. Exactly. So I think she realizes that she's kind of needs to let go of a few things mm-hmm. and just move on. And then we see Nini meeting with her divorce lawyer, <laughs> Randy, <laughs> but she's going to meet with him about having a prenup. I like their relationship because you wouldn't think that these two would ever be in, I don't know, like ever have communication with each other at all or like know each other and he's just kind of like this nerdy white guy and she's like funny and asking him all these questions and he just like feels uncomfortable but like also like I know you I don't know it's really cute the dynamic between those two but I think it's really smart that she's getting a prenup like that is yes. of course because she is doing so many things and will still continue to do things and I think it's smart for her to protect what she's got I mean, what did they decide on? They decided what? Do you know? We do we know specifically? I, guess I don't, we don't think know they specifically, specifically decided on because he gave her a few options, but I don't think she chose one or the other. I think she liked the one where it was like they they have what they have so far separately, and then after the day they get married, whatever they make, they have to they split. share. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I like that option too. I like what's hers is hers and what's his, his is, is his for right now. Yeah, I do yeah. too. I think it's really. I mean, I don't think they're ever going to get divorced again. Hopefully not. I just I hope not at least. Um, but I don't know. I think it's. I just think for any person that, I just think it's a smart business move for any person that has any kind of business sense at all. Yeah, and so. especially we've seen. Um, I know this is a spinoff of the Housewives franchise or whatever, but on these shows we see a lot of like. You'll see the husband, obviously, is usually the one that has money at first. Then over the process of the show, it'll be the wife that gets all these endorsements and, you know, book deals. And attention, too. And attention. And then she rises to success. And then he maybe loses his fortune, like Taylor Armstrong, for example. Exactly. And so anything could happen. And Nini, obviously, she's the one, I'm assuming, that's, you know, kind of, you know... I think the she's more the successful one, yeah. yeah, right now. But she says, you know, anything could happen. Greg could win the lotto, and I want some of that lotto. Yeah, money. and that I want some of that lotto money. So really, truly, anything could happen. And so it's I think smart. it's yeah, I think it's definitely smart of them to get a. Prenup. What about if you were in a situation like if you were marrying a rich guy and he asked you to sign a prenup? Would you? Um. <laughs> no. When when I marry a rich guy, um, uh-huh. I probably would. Yeah. But I would have in there clauses to protect me. For instance, like if there's an a issue child. with in- a child or there's an issue with infidelity, then you I think know, that's the- smart. Yeah. And also I think year counting is too. Yeah. It's good too. So I'm just not going to, and I would just make sure I'm married for at least 10 years, especially if we live in California. So then after 10 years, I'm granted that spousal support. Oh, you I'm going to hang in there for 10 years. That. Yes. No, I didn't even know that. So yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I probably would just, you know, just wouldn't screw myself over in the process. Yeah. I don't think it's smart enough. It's like smart 
it's not smart to sign your life away. Yeah. And what do you, like, what do you have to show after you're done with them? Yeah. And she even says that later, um, when she's at the radio station, she's like, you know, people have negative feelings about a prenup, but it's safe and it can be a good thing for both parties involved. So yeah. when people hear prenup, I think they automatically assume one person's trying to cheat the other person or out like of. They're already planning something. for divorce. Yeah. Yeah. So. And let's talk about the radio station because that's what's next. And she goes to visit V103 in Atlanta, I, I'm, I'm guessing. And, and she doesn't like to do radio because it's so early. I don't understand that because mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person at all. Um, but I, one of the questions that came up that one of the co-hosts asked her was how the black actresses in Hollywood are treating her. And she was like, some of them do not like me and some of them really welcome me. I think that was really interesting. And I don't think that has to do with the race issue at all. I think that just has to do with a gender mm-hmm. issue, too, because I think sometimes women, I mean, we see it on the housewives all the time that women aren't necessarily the most supportive of mm-hmm. each other. And I think it's cool that she's addressing like even people that are of A-list status or whatever are still, you know, they still do that too. Yeah. Like they have clicky groups that are kind of rude and mean. And so. it's human nature. Obviously, yeah. if they're all actresses, they're going to maybe be going up for the same parts and, you know, maybe be jealous if Nini's getting a part that they wanted. So, and yeah, I mean, she's funny and she's witty and mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of people that can do that too, and it's like you know she has this. I want platform. names. I want to. I know do too. I kind of want to know who, who's throwing the shade. I feel Nini's uh, way. I just. I wish I could see it. I wish I could like witness it. I feel like if I witnessed it though, I would probably pee my pants or like have a heart attack because it would be just too much for me to handle. Because I love mm-hmm. all of them so much, um, but we see that she also and I, this was weird for me that she announced that she had plans for a prenup on the radio. air. And then hadn't even talked to Greg yet about it. I was like, what? Uh, dramatic irony. Remember that time that pretty much the uh, start of their divorce. Well, I mean, in my opinion, anyway, obviously I wasn't there in their marriage, but is when he goes on a radio station and talks about <sighs> all the money he's given her and she has to hear it from someone else. So I'm like, this is a full circle moment right here because mm-hmm. obviously she just, I mean, it's probably like her subconscious being like, let's get him back. You know, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't even think about that correlation that's funny yeah because i mean he like butt dogged her out mm-hmm. on the radio. i gave nini fifty thousand dollars to jump off in atlanta yeah i think it was twenty thousand okay same difference yeah i mean whatever but uh, yeah it was just like interesting that's really interesting that yeah. she would do that i mean hers is not that bad. yeah hers it's, is not that bad compared to your husband saying he gave you yeah i mean he's like a character assassinating her kind yeah. of a little bit and that's a popular term in bravo world character assassination i don't know i like it mm-hmm. And then we see uh, Greg and Nene meeting together, and uh, Greg, they wanted to talk about wedding plans. Who's going to be in it? What's the date? What are they going to wear? And then Nene brings up the kids. And this is the first time we're hearing about the kids in the episode, Mm -hmm. like the extent of the kids. And this is when we find out he's been married for, he was married previously for 20 years, married to Nene for 15 years, has five kids from that previous marriage. We've never even heard about these kids at all all on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, that's how has this not been brought up before? Like, I don't understand that. I don't either. It kind of makes me happy, though, that they have, like, something... You know, we're discovering new things. Like, I thought it was just going to be, like, you know, Nene, funny, Real Housewives of Atlanta. But this is, like, a whole different side to her and, like, her life. I think that's cool. I'm just really surprised, not only with the kids, but also with her dad, or Curtis, who I guess isn't her dad, that they've been kind of distant. Because I know a lot of times when people, and this is obviously like a huge stereotype, but a lot of times when people like get famous and reach the level of success that Nene and Greg have right now, there's family members coming out of the woodwork that uh-huh. are like, you know, I want to be on TV, or I need money, or I need this, or I need this. 
And so it's just interesting to me that they were even never featured on the show. Not to say that that's their motive, because I don't want a character assassinate anybody's family members. But (laughs) But also, I mean, do you think that maybe her Curtis doesn't want to appear so much on the show? Because, I mean, he he was basically embarrassed from that whole paternity test, like, not turning out to be... Like, he's not... Nini's not his actual daughter. Do you think he's, like, Um, feels hurt, maybe? And then also, remember she visited her dad in season two when she's writing her book, her real dad, who she thinks might be her real dad. Mm-hmm. She never knew. I mean, I'm sure Curtis does feel, I don't know exactly, I don't know what emotions to put on it. I've never been in that situation. I never will be in that situation because I'm not a man. Um, if I have a child, I'll know that it's mine because mm-hmm. it'll come out of me. But <laughs> um, So I'm sure he's feeling a variety of emotions, or at least he was at the time when it happened. Uh, but I think, if anything, he should realize that him coming to support Nini, him being a father figure to her, even despite the fact that he's not her dad, mm-hmm. would, if anything, redeem any negative thing that happened in the past. Exactly. To me, to see a man that takes care of a child, I mean, even though Nini's an adult, but to see a man that takes care of a child that he knows is not his, mm-hmm. that's the most admirable thing. That's, that's a true man. That's yeah, a true that's man. a true man. And mm-hmm. it takes a real man to do that. So to me, it would seem that he would you know, embrace this role that he's being able to play, but instead he's kind of... Backed away. Yeah. Shunning her, and it's sad because she's a child. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's an adult, but in the situation, she's an innocent child that had nothing to do with her her mom's actions. If he really cared about her, I feel like he would fight for her, you know, like, to stay with him and be, like, consider me your dad, because I am your dad. I raised you. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear that, too. And I'm glad that she acknowledges it later in the episode because I was like, is she not going to acknowledge that she needs to work on her family issues too? And then she did. She was like, if Greg is going to work on them, I have to work on them too. And they're, you know, both kind of sorted and difficult. And I have a question really quickly. Where does her dad live now? Because I know that he used to live in Atlanta, right? No, or did he never live in Atlanta? I think he... Because there, she's like, well, let it, me know and I'll fly you like down to the wedding. I think it's in Athens or somewhere in Georgia. I think that's where he initially lived because she was raised in Athens and... That's where I mean, like. So how far is Athens from Atlanta? It's not that not far. flight distance. I mean, I mean, you would drive there. You wouldn't yeah, fly, you would but drive. he might be old. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he lives. So in, like, maybe he lives did he move different. or something? Does he live in another state now? Maybe. And so maybe that's put a strain on their relationship as well. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I don't know. And he also has a significant like a girlfriend, a girlfriend. who he's had for a while. And then we go into the next scene with. Nini's Uncle Mel, who is amazing. He's so and I just love their height difference. Like, that makes me happy. It just is funny, like, without me even saying it. And, uh, he, and we find out that Uncle Mel has been married for five, he's been married five times. For not totally more than eight years, though. Yeah. So it's like a year long <laughs> yeah, marriage. So it's like piece, not a, two year that. and a half marriages, maybe. If that. And then Nini was like, he married for ass. Like, he, mar- <laughs> he followed the booty. And he married for ass. And I was like, that's, I like that. That's funny. And then he brings up her dad and she needs to deal with her family issues. And we find out that he's been with this girlfriend. Curtis has been with this girlfriend for longer than he's been with anyone they haven't even been married to or with. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that at least. At least he has somebody who's not alone or, you know. Yeah. That's cute, I guess. And then we see Nene call Curtis on the phone. That's smart though. If he's, like, not going to answer Nini's calls, mm-hmm. so he uses Mel's phone to be like, let's deal with this. Like, that's really cute. I'm glad that Nini did that. And he said he wouldn't come to the wedding. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. Good. And if someone's going to pay for you to fly, like, you better come to the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see Bryson. 
and Nini, they're going furniture shopping for Bryson's apartment. Little ass apartment, I think that's what Nini called it. And we see Bryson on crutches, and he had a car wreck, he mm-hmm. hit a tree, and he's on bed rest for three months because of his leg, and he's wearing, he has crutches. I've never heard of that before. I mean, like, wouldn't you be going to, like, physical therapy or something? Like, I don't know. Is that weird to be on bed rest for three months just for, like, a broken leg or something? Why is he up walking around a furniture store? Like, he should be in a wheelchair. Yeah, like, why isn't he, like, on one of those, like, scooters or whatever that hover around or whatever? I don't know. It's strange. I feel like Bryson is always, there's always something, like, bad that happens to him. There's always something. Yeah, there is. He's had a lot of... Ups and downs. Ups and downs, yeah. A lot of downs. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Nini says that he's, does she use the word immature? Or yeah, she, immature and irresponsible. Irresponsible, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I guess it's just maybe he's putting himself in situations that aren't the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know under what circumstances he was driving. It was late at night, whatever. Maybe he was texting and driving. I don't know. No, I don't want to accuse anybody of doing anything. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's just maybe a irresponsible situations that is the reason why we always see him, you know, dealing with Doing, some drama, exactly. getting out of jail or being on crutches or the one thing that really like I don't know, it kind of made me emotional a little bit was seeing Nini talk to Bryson about being a good dad to his kids because she was like your dad wasn't around and even though I didn't like your dad, I wanted your dad, you to love your dad. And then Bryson was like, well, it changed. And she was like, well, later it changed. I wanted you to like him at first whenever we split up. And I and it's interesting to see her talk about the dad issues too, because she's having dad issues. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't, I, it makes me so upset when people don't have a good relationship with their parents because, or don't know their parents because it, that's like a huge part of someone's life that's missing. That's so sad. Yeah. I don't know. Don't and like lots it. of times it's like cyclical, you know, if someone doesn't have a relationship with their parent, you would think that it would make them want to have a relationship uh-huh. with their parent, but sometimes it has the adverse effect mm-hmm. and they don't value the relationship as much. So then they don't have the relationship. I mean, from everything we've seen with Bryson and his little daughter, he seems like he's like, really you know, really her. likes her likes her as his daughter. Of course he likes <laughs> her, but like, you know, really likes being a dad is really trying to do the right thing. So mm-hmm. hopefully he keeps on that track. He did say though, that him and the baby mama, Ashley, were, like know. broken what up. Happened to Ashley? And I'm like, Ashley is somewhere right now looking at this episode mad as hell. Probably. She probably doesn't even know what's happening. On national TV? Really, Bryson? Um, You're just going to throw a shade like that? Uh-huh. But, um... So I think that will play a big role. If if you're not with the baby mama, mm-hmm. sometimes that's when things get a little bit tricky. And so. it's also... I think it's going to be difficult, too, because Nini's talking about it, and he's talking about it, and then uh, we've never met Ashley, Mm-mm. and so we don't know who she is, but, like, I'm sure that people around them do know who she is, and have met her, so it's, like, strange... I don't know. It's just yeah. like weird that they're that she's not around to defend herself or say whatever. Yeah. If they're not together, they need to get together. Yeah. Bryson, I, I, do the right thing. I want them to be together. I want them to be together. We don't even know Ashley. I don't know her, but, but we I, want them I like her. I don't know why. But <laughs> She had a cute little baby. Her baby, the baby is, is so, so cute. cute. Briasia. I love that name, too. Oh, it's so cute. So cute. She's precious. Nene posted pictures recently of her, like, and she's, like, walking and running. Oh, she's so cute. That's amazing. Like, it just makes me so happy. And then... Uh, Nini asked Brent and Bryson to walk her down the aisle instead of Curtis. And that's, it makes me sad that she's not going to have Curtis, but I understand if their relationship is kind of on the rocks, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just makes me sad. But I'm happy that Brent and Bryson, because they're cute and it'll be fun to like walk their mom down the aisle for their dad. That's cute. And then, of course, well, while we're talking about walking down the aisle, let's walk down the aisle 
and go to iTunes. Michelle, yes. take it away. Um, <laughs> so we've discussed a lot of different things this episode. Uh, do you think Nini is holding on to things from her past? Would you sign a prenup? Let us know what you think by visiting iTunes. Um, you can comment, rate our after show, give us some feedback, and of course, tell a friend to tune in to our after show as well because we want to hear your opinions. If you have any questions for us, be sure to post theirs, those there as well. And we'll hit you back next episode. Give us five stars. Yeah. Also, while you're on iTunes, you might want to check out The Adventures of Serial Buddies, which is now available on DVD. Uh, this is a really funny comedy that was actually produced by the founders of AfterBuzz TV, Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro. Uh, you can also get the movie at 7-Eleven, Target, <laughs> DVD On Demand. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Yeah, I mean, it's, and we don't have very many, we don't have advertisements at all during our shows. So it's like, this is our one time to ask you to help us. And yeah. it helps keep our lights on here because it supports everything that we do. So if you like us, maybe you want to help support us even more. So yeah, just go and buy it. <laughs> so let's get back to the episode. This is how we end the episode because this was dramatic. They go to the relationship expert, Dr. Jeff. I'm like, just Dr. Jeff. I, I want to know, like, what what are his credentials? Like, is he a therapist? Like, is he, what is he? He's just a relationship expert. It's just like, yeah. It, I'm, it a no I'm a relationship expert. I'm in a relationship. Okay, I'm an expert now. Okay, no. But I do, I do think that he is very, he looks like George C. Wolf. He, I don't know. He seems like he knows what he's talking about. I don't know about. who that is. Who's George He's C. a playwright and a director. <laughs> he just looks like that with the little glasses and, like, short and, like, yeah, he just looks like him. Um, and Greg is like so resistant, like against this. And Nini said that before. She said he's like super old school and is like, mm-hmm. if you, you don't go to therapy or black people don't go to therapy, they go to church. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, and I think, I mean, I don't even think it's a racial thing. I think it's kind of like just an old, older generation is like, yeah. you don't go to therapy because you don't, how is someone going to tell you about your problems? And then especially men versus women too. I think a lot, mm-hmm. men are a lot more no. reluctant to go to therapy because it's like, they're supposed to be able to handle everything. So yeah. to go to someone else and admit that you're having issues is a lot of time emasculating for men. But I will say that the fact that Greg is even there says a lot because if he really, really, mm-hmm. really was resistant and really didn't want to go, he wouldn't have even gone in the and first place. He so. did open up a little That's bit. What, one step. Yeah. And we saw, Something that, I mean, it really came out like what his main issue is in his life, I think, is not communicating and not communicating at all. Not communicating with his kids, his wife, his other wife, I mean, his previous wife. Yeah. And, just, and when he does communicate, it's joking. It's jo- uh, it's little one-liners that he always hits us with. Well, it's like, I think there's a lot of darker things that are going on in his life that he has to deal with. And that's his way of dealing with it. I don't think he necessarily wants to... You know, have someone else be affected by what he's going through. Like, he wants to deal with it himself. I mean, that's an old school thing, too. Like, I'll deal with myself, and I'll just be happy, and everyone will see my smile. You Mm -hmm. know, instead of, like, actually what's going on. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that he brings up... I mean, he opens up a little bit, and he's like, there's things that I tell... That they talk to me about, and that I don't tell Nini. And I don't... And she doesn't know their side. And I was like... After 15 years, she doesn't know their side, and they don't know her side at all either. Like, that's weird. I think that's weird. Yeah. Like, that's strange to not share your life or want to bring your lives together. It seems like maybe he thought that with time, things would just kind of fade out and it wouldn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's seen, it's because we see in the preview for next week that things get crazy. Oh, my God. So um, it just seems like it had kind of the opposite effect in that with time, things got worse, emotions grew stronger, 
there was more resentment towards exactly. Nini, the and then Nini becomes the bad guy, and it's like she hasn't even done anything. But do you think that? Do you think that she's completely innocent in her? And just do you think that she at all caused any of the problems? Um, I don't. I don't know. If I she, don't know if she caused them to break up. I don't know if she caused a breakup between his first marriage and him. Yeah. What I will say though is because I have kind of like a stepmom situation and. A lot of the time, even if you don't feel your stepmom has actively done anything wrong, I think that the woman that's in their life now should prompt them to be in. I'm trying not to make this about me, but I'm saying like, I think that like maybe the way they're feeling is that as Nini being his new significant other, then maybe she wasn't necessarily the one causing drama, but she should have been the one as his spouse to say, Greg, you need to go spend time with your kids. Greg, you need to invite them to Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. But also for her to make an active effort, too. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're feeling that she... I think that she felt really nervous probably coming into the situation and seeing like all these kids and being like, well... I don't know how they feel about me. And if they had ever said anything bad about her, she probably was just like, well, they don't want to be around me, so I'm not going to be around. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, like really trying to force them to like her. Not force them, you know, but really try to get in good with them, yeah. I think. I don't know. I I mean, that's just what it seems like to me. Like, maybe that's not what we're seeing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm anxious to hear what these kids are going to say next week because yeah. obviously it's a lot because there's going to be something that erupts. Yeah, and I was going to say the kids probably would have been younger and a little bit more easily swayed, but mm-hmm. then I realized he was married for 20 years, so the kids were probably like already grown. Uh, yeah, I mean, but they all look kind of older. Too, they all look so. older, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just interesting. It's just so interesting to see this whole I didn't even know. I honestly had no idea that any of this existed. I thought it was just literally Greg and Nini, and they had, and she brought in Bryson, and then they had Brent together. Like, yeah. I didn't think that it were like, Five other kids. That's crazy. And like uncles, and apparently Brent has uncles that he doesn't know. Yeah. And maybe it's, I mean, maybe there's just like all these family issues that are just, like you said, cyclical. Like it just keeps repeating itself. Like that's strange. Yeah. I never thought we would get this deep on like a wedding show, but I kind of like that we are. I know. When you said five kids, we're like, what? Yeah. And it's like, it's also, it's, I think it's a little bit different for Bravo because they're focusing on something. Because the Nini that we see, we saw the divorce and that was kind of dirty, but we don't see that the, you know, the real, like, daily yeah. stuff that someone goes through. Like, I, family stuff. Yeah, I guess it makes sense, though, because if you think about it, like, on a Real Housewives show, they're sharing the show with, with seven, like, seven or, other yeah. people. So it's like when you kind of remove that one person and just have a micro-focus on their life, then you get to see... Everything. Everything. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, and you never know, like, what... Like, during their divorce times and all the times that it, if Nene, like, ever snapped at anyone, like, what she was going through in her... Re- and, you know, like actual life outside of the cameras that was affecting that too like you know it could have been affecting it negatively i don't know but i'm glad it did because she's gotten some really good really really good moments on the show that i'm obsessed with even if they're yelling and being mean to people are you talking about on Housewives of Atlanta? yeah Yeah, of course yeah i'm like they're the most memorable some of the most memorable housewives moments of all time so i love it close your legs to married men trash box hookah (laughs) (laughs) i love that I always call, I'm like, I always scream like trash box and no one ever knows what I'm talking about. And I'm like, <laughs> I hate all of you because you don't get it. You don't get it at all. And what did we see? We see that with the kind of the conversation ends and Greg is just like over this guy, like completely done. He keeps like giving him like the housewife hand, like in your face, like, no. What? Like this guy was totally unprofessional. Like most of the therapists we've seen 
on I, TV I, I in general are yeah. just so laid back and so passive. And mm-hmm. this guy was getting rowdy though, and like yeah. feisty and with kinda him, kind of like coming towards, like him. coming up. And I'm like, what? But maybe he was like trying to communicate with him with like how Greg was communicating with him. I don't know. I don't know anything like that. Yeah, I just don't think they should go back to that therapist. I think no. they should find someone else no. to go to. And maybe not a relationship expert. Maybe a actual therapist. Maybe I don't know. Just Someone me. with a degree. Yeah. No. <laughs> no that's so, yeah. That's so bad, Doctor <laughs> Jeff. If he, he ever sees this, we're we're both getting sued. I know. But, Sorry um, about that, Doctor Jeff. But it looks like that's what it looks like. I mean, we're just observing the show, and that's what it looks like. So that you don't look. And like, they were in kind of like a lounge situation. Like it, it looked like, like a produ- like a produced moment. I was like, yeah, this is strange. I was like, has he been like on Doctor Phil or like, like I don't know, some kind of weird show like Doctor Oz or something. It's like the Doctor. Um, Dr. Muhammad, or what was his name that Sheree got hooked up with? That was like a love doctor. (laughs) But an actor and like. Yeah, he wasn't really a doctor. Are you a real woman? (laughs) Oh, I'm all real woman, but yeah, I love that. (laughs) So let's get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, I'm gonna predict. I'm gonna predict that next week is gonna go better than what it looks like on camera. I'm like, look, like what we're seeing on the teaser. I think that it, I think that they're gonna actually work through their issues. Right? Is next week the meeting between his kids and, cause they I did like know. a preview for the whole season, so I, I don't know what's next week and what's- I think that's what it leading, it's leading to. Okay. And then they'll get into the happy stuff like the bridesmaids and the planning the wedding and stuff. I think they just wanna get like the darker stuff out of the way and then let's get to the fun stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so I predict that they're going to deal with it and they're going to get heated and crazy. And then, I don't know, I think that they'll get a resolve. Like, Nene will apologize or some, you know, someone's going to give just to make it okay. And I think it needs to be Greg, though, in all honesty. Because he needs to tie his life together. Yeah, I'm really bad at predictions. I don't know what I want to predict. Um, I predict that... I don't know. The kids say Nini. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really I good predict, prediction. Yeah, and yeah. I want to predict that Marlo Hampton is going to still be one of my favorite people of all time. <laughs> I love her. I don't yeah. know why. She's fabulous. Good weave. But you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Dupree and on Instagram at Jake Dupree. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee LA. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 